This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Do they have to be boob-shaped? Hi, everyone. My name is Jen. My name is Abby. And this is Amuse Boosh. Sorry, I got so excited. Wow. I, just, I thought you were there, <laughs> you but you were know right. what? You were a little, a little this fast is your on that fault. one. <gasps> this is your fault. Okay, listen. I fed you a margarita yeah. 30 minutes before we started. And it took me five minutes to drink it. That's fa- That's probably what did this to you. I think so. You chugged that thing. The speed. And that's not... That's not typically that's your not style. A, that's not a thing I do. <laughs> so we'll get some carbs into your body here shortly. That's probably um, a good idea. But fortunately, we have a wonderful guest here to take the edge off. Uh, Sam. Yes. From Wentworth and Fenn. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Owner and executive pastry chef yep. of Wentworth and Fenn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just as a quick spoiler alert, she was kind enough to bring this box full of goodies. And we're going to wait as long as we can before <laughs> we dive into them. But... Um, it's like Instagram has come to life in this little box in front of us. Um, so. My dreams have come true in front of this box. How many pastries do you eat a day? Um, not a lot. No? Um, Did I, you get sick of it over time? I say after a while you just see it so much yeah. and then it just becomes just in the background. You're like, okay, I just got to make things and get them out to the pastry cart. If someone came to the bakery with a bowl of potatoes or <laughs> chips yeah. or something savory, I would be far more accepting of that's that. It. That oh, makes sense. That, that yeah. makes sense. That's it, Jen. I just have to become a pastry chef <laughs> and then it will cure my addiction to sweets. I'm willing to support you in this endeavor selfishly. You're going to have to roll me around <laughs> from there on out. I don't think I'm ever going to lose it. Except for bread. Bread's oh, the only oh, kryptonite. Any man. particular kinds of bread? I prefer the more French-based or Italian-based doughs, mm-hmm. just crustier and mm, yep. all yeah. the good things. Mm. You're in good company, my friends. Yes. <laughs> um, and we were just saying before we started that you know, you are connected to and friends with a mm-hmm. lot of the folks that we've had in the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I feel like every time we tick one more box, we're creating this little puzzle piece yes. that is the, the culinary community in Charlotte. So we're stoked to have you here um, to learn a little bit about you and the wonderful, delicious work you're doing here in yes. the Queen City. Yeah. And, and soon we'll be right down the street from you guys oh, more so, so. Tell us more. Well, yes. do you want to wait on that or do you want to tell I'll, us? I'll right drop now? the spoiler. Do you want to do you want to go chronologically here? I'll, I'll let y'all roll the questions and then I'll just Ooh. give the information <laughs> as we right. go. All right. I like yeah. it. All right. So stay tuned to learn. You got to make it through the rest of the episode. Before That's right. We okay, cool. Yes. So start at the start. We'll start at the start. A very good place to start. Um, pastry chef. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you always aspired to be? Where? How did that journey happen for you? So I knew at one point I wanted to be an artist. Okay. And then I ended up dabbling in baking. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know which I wanted to do because I truly love to paint like abstract expressionism. I love sculpting, pottery type stuff, that kind of thing. And I was like, well, I don't know. I like to bake too. So do I be a starving artist or could I just (laughs) make my art? And then if I'm starving, I can just see what I made. So um, I don't know. Maybe... An actual artist would have been more lucrative than pastry chef, but at least things are real tasty. So I think you're doing okay. Yeah, we're we're doing. Um, knock on wood, we're doing good. And so. I think, I mean, there's a lot of similarities there. Mm-hmm. I would, be, especially by way of like oh, wedding cakes and things that you're literally building, like a sculpture. For sure, I would imagine that some of those skill sets that I mean, I can make cookies, but like I can't make that kind of. That's a different yeah. sort of game. So, mm-hmm. so how did you get started? I mean, did you just self? Were you self-taught? Did you take a class? Did you get a degree? What was so your journey? So I started out baking stuff for friends in high school. Mm-hmm. 
unhappily to my father because he would get very upset. He'd be like, I'm not paying for all this shit. Freedom <laughs> made for all these people and feed them. And I'm like, but why? This It's delicious. Wasn't he kind wrong? of benefiting too? I'm sure dad's not. Did he have a dad tax? Oh, yeah. He yeah. was like, Yoink. leave me some here. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then once I started baking, I was like, oh, no, I want to make this a profession. Um, it was when Johnson & Wales was still in Charleston. Mm. And Charleston is one of my favorite cities. And I was like, this is going to be amazing. Love this. Going to go to school down there. And then they pulled the plug on Charleston because uh. of the issues with the school, with the grounds and stuff. Oh. And so they moved up here, but it was right when it was time for me to go to school. And I was like, well, it's here. Yeah. Might as well go. Might as well. Um, so I went to Johnson & Wales here, but only got my associates because I just figured I could learn more in the field, mm. um, which, in my opinion, worked better for me. Yeah. Um, I will say if I could have gone back and done it, I don't know if I would have gone to Johnson & Wales. Okay. Um, just because I feel like I'm I'm paying for everything on my own. So I, mm. there's still really great education with like CP and oh, yeah. community mm. college. Their culinary and pastry programs are really great too, um, just for funding it on my own. Right. <laughs> I maybe could have that spent hurts. a little bit less, right. but yeah. everything happens for a reason and connections are made and just everything snowballed from there. Mm. Um I met a lady named Chris Strespeck, which I'm not sure of, um, how far your knowledge of the food scene goes back in Charlotte. But this Educate was us. yeah, this was before Paul Verica opened up Heritage. Wow. Okay. Um, Fat Burrito was still in Charlotte. There oh, was a, rest in peace. Yes, R.I.P. Um, there was a farmers market across the street from Fat Burrito in South End where it just used to be a lot, and it was a great farmers market. And Chris owned Down Home Baking Company and me and the rest of the bakers that worked for her, we would bake all week and then hit all the farmer's markets. So that was one of them. Um, all the local chefs, the slow food, mo- slow food movement was just starting to get big then. So everything before it was farm to fork was becoming farm to yeah. fork. So it was really cool to be a part of that and starting to meet chefs because back then there really was no food scene in Charlotte at all. So it was really cool to start there, meet those chefs, and then Unfortunately, Chris just had to close because of just other reasons, mm-hmm. but that's when it was time for my internship, and then Amelie's happened. Mm-hmm. So I went and did an internship at Amelie's, and then I kind of bounced around for a little bit after my internship because I didn't know what kind of pastry chef I wanted to be, whether it was just production pastry chef, mm-hmm. um, fine dining pastry chef, just plated desserts, or cake pastry chef. Yeah. So. I ended up getting um, the position at UNCC as their assistant pastry chef. Ended mm-hmm. up staying there for a few years, but I learned a lot. It wasn't catering is not my cup of tea mm. at all. Not a fan. Note to self. Yes, I'm gonna ask because I feel like I was it with the 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 um, compass. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked for not compass. A, I, was, I was not a fan. That's I was okay. I was in the Chartwell <laughs> sector. Yeah. I support um, education sales, yes. <laughs> so not operations, sales. So yes. whatever happens once we pass off the business. Not yes. your problem. Not, not my problem. Yeah, it was – I get there's a bottom line with corporate companies, yeah. and that's fine, but it's just not my jam. Yeah. Um, and so I met a lot of great people. Joe was the executive pastry chef there at the time, mm-hmm. and he was – he's an old-school New York pastry chef. Mm-hmm. So – kind of a hard ass, but I like that in someone because he was like, this is how you need to do it and do it well and do it quick. So I learned urgency, how to make things like all the same, Mm. massive amounts, which me now, I prefer quality over quantity, but yeah, 
Yeah. Serving yeah. thousands of college students. <laughs> just a An alumni. World. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting to me that you have really grown up and had influence to the Charlotte food scene mm-hmm. since kind of its origins, mm-hmm. where there really was no scene. And then, you know, getting mentorship and education mm-hmm. and then having influence in all those different ways. And, mm-hmm. and then finally being able to find your own identity and mm-hmm. then stick your own claim within mm-hmm. the food scene. It's, it's very humbling at times just to see how big Charlotte has gotten, mm-hmm. like, it's, Charlotte's still very small, and we have a long ways to go, but, I mean, we're getting better. We're doing good, you know, between the fine dining scene and then just just small business in itself with restaurants and bars and coffee shops and everything else. We're, we're and getting bakeries. there. And bakeries. bakeries. We're getting there. We're it's been hard to there. keep up, I feel like, yeah. for us trying to really highlight the highlightable pieces of it, there's almost... The more list than is we long. Can. It's a long <laughs> list, and every time we meet someone new, we meet the rest of their mm-hmm. sort of the folks that they really love. And mm-hmm. so that's been fun for us to sort of discover and, and feel like we're a little bit a part of it and help it grow. And, you know, we definitely need more spotlights like this and like, like Jamie's podcast, Eating Habits. Mm-hmm. I feel like there need to be more things like this to help people understand like what we go through and what we're doing and yeah. the mission and everything else. I, I feel like what y'all are doing is good. Keep thank it up. You. Keep growing. Oh, thank <laughs> you. That. We like to put good out into the world. And that yeah. was, that was a concerted decision we made mm-hmm. early on, I think, because just, we started jokingly reading Yelp reviews and character. We're, we're comedians in our past yeah. life. So we needed something to do sure. over the pandemic. But I think learning more and more about how those types of things really impact. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not a faceless entity. It's it's people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that the keyboard warriors don't quite realize. Let them come at me because I don't even look at our reviews. Let's go. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, not a, not a fan. If, if you have a problem... Just come talk to us. Yep. No problem. No harm, no foul. But if you're going to post your opinion of what you think something should have been like, that's mm-hmm. not my problem. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I agree. I think there's a difference when you try to approach, if you have a bad experience, whatever it is, try to talk it through mm-hmm. and, and work to some sort of you know resolution. Absolutely. But if you're not even going to say anything to give them the opportunity to mm-hmm. make it right or address it, then... What are you doing? Absolutely. Just go somewhere else. There's a lot of hot air in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, talk to me about the inception of Wentworth and Fenn. What How a did, fancy name. I know. Is there a story there? There is, is. Is this the estate you grew up on? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was the executive pastry chef at the Fig Tree Restaurant at the time. Hmm. And then, I mean, there was no bardo. There was no counter. There truly wasn't any other fine dining restaurants that I could just go to Mm -hmm. and make a parallel move without a me feeling like shitty about it being like, well, because I was at Fig Tree for a long time and Greg and Sarah were really good Mm -hmm. to me without it kind of looking shoddy or just making a parallel move for what. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I was hitting my head on the ceiling just because I had been there for so long. And I was like, well, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And I was like, do I open a bakery? Do I not? Like I was already doing custom cakes on the side. And I was like, well, I could grow this. And so I was like, you know what? I will. And Aha. then I got I got very humbled very quickly. Oh boy. Because shit is expensive. Oh, <laughs> shit is expensive. <laughs> yeah. So I the original goal of Wentworth and Finn was supposed to be a bakery and wine bar, mm-hmm. which we will still get to. 
We've just had lots of... She gestures at me. (laughs) We we will get She's listened to the podcast, Jen. (laughs) She knows. She's got my number. It's fine. Um, We... um, we will get there, but we just had a lot of phases before, which I try to tell people, don't be discouraged if you want to start a business because you're going to go through so many different phases. Yeah. Maybe you'll like where you end up than where you yeah. originally intended to start. So, yeah, so did not have a brick and mortar immediately. Um, I got approved out of my home kitchen through Department of Agriculture and was like, well, cool. got to start somewhere. I already yeah. own an oven here. So, um started signing up for all the local like maker markets and stuff through Charlotte so I could at least get because I had a fair name in just the Charlotte dining community and chef community but I was like I need to get the bakery name out there and then I was at a market and I saw a couple people who had vintage campers that I think they were boutiques and I was like well that's cool I really like that concept and I was like we could have a storefront like that why not and so it being far cheaper to upfit an old camper Mm -hmm. than an actual brick and mortar. My um, now ex-spouse, we found one and then rebuilt it custom for the bakery. And so we baked in the kitchen and then just put everything on the camper and went to festivals and breweries. And we had a spot in front of Moxie Mercantile and Plaza at one point. Um, And then just, just kept snowballing. So... And now here we are. (laughs) I love that. It resonates with me so much because progress is often not linear, Mm -hmm. right? And it it takes many curves that we may not expect. And and you're right. Like there's, Mm -hmm. if you didn't take those chances, you may not have learned some very valuable lessons that prepared you for where you are today. Absolutely. And the people who own a business who kind of act like they're untouchable and it's the end all be all, I'm not a fan of that just because I'm even still like, the bakery has been in existence since 2017. I'm still learning. Mm. I now have more staff than I've ever had. And I'm like, we're in this together. Like if I do something wrong, tell me. Um, I'm still learning how to manage large groups of people in, in I, the right way. Sure. You know, because I want everyone to feel like they're at home at the bakery and it's not like, oh, to go work for this woman today. Because nice. that's not fun. <laughs> well, that's the kind of approach, you know, I, when I hear that, I think of the term growth mindset. Right, which is that we're always learning, mm-hmm. and and if we decide we're happy with where we are, then progress stops. Mm-hmm. And and what's the point of living anymore when our lives are these long symphonies with many movements? Absolutely, mm-hmm. I've been using that a lot. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying it in all my different venues. Corporate trainer. <laughs> Oops, I just did a whole bunch of facilitation, so it's still well, fresh it, in my mind. <laughs> it did make me think of that. I mean, managing people is a completely different thing from baking a cake. Hundred percent. So when you're stepping more and more away from doing the art itself mm-hmm. to watching it sort of come together and, and sort of ringleading, as it were, that's it's, different, right? It's it's hard because you know from I literally had like a half speed rack with two half sheet pans. And now I kind of look at the kitchen and I'm like, how did we accumulate this much <laughs> yeah. stuff? But making everything just me at first. And now, you know, my assistant pastry chef, Dorothy at Ksenia is one of our bakers as well. Um, Madison, everybody has a hand in something, but I also want them to be creative and create their own things. Mm. So it's also hard for me to, to kind of like mama bear letting go of, of yeah. some of the stuff. And I'm like, you've got it. Yep. You've oh. got it. But I have a really good team. So that's I, amazing. Yeah. Are you a little type A? You a little, little control freak? I definitely have okay. control freak OCD problems. Ooh, I just, we're in good company. Good for Great. baking though. Yes. Because you have to. I just want everything really clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for everything always to be symmetrical and like facing the same way. Gotcha. And, yeah. 
Me too. That's why I make all my friends face the same direction when they talk to me. <laughs> away. Preferably away. I think I, I don't quite fit into that. I mean, I'm certainly like a little type A, but mm-hmm. I think my uh, – I, I love baking. But when it comes down to the things that are incredibly technical, my attention span goes out the door. And I'm like, ah, good enough. <laughs> okay, so you and I are very similar because okay. <laughs> all of my pastry chefs hate me at the bakery because they'll be like, well, when is it done? And I'm like, I, when it's done. When you know. Yeah. Yeah. Does it? I don't know. By feel. Jiggle it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Do you need a timer? I'm like, no. Uh-uh. It's fine. They're like, what? And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Oh. And I rely on that much easier. Like, the, mm-hmm. uh, what was it? The British baking show where they say you can just listen. Yeah. Just listen. The cake will tell you when it's mm-hmm. done. <laughs> like, it's so stupid, I, but I, I love it. I just love that show. pray to the baking spirits and <laughs> hope right. for the best. Right. Fingers crossed. Right. Can I ask you a very important question? Yes. Do you have any, like, pastry slash baking hot takes? Ooh. Like entremet, overrated, underrated? Oh, yes, I do. Here we go. Buckle up. And anyone can come at me with this. Let's go. Take me down, Charlotte. <laughs> Creme brulee is a garbage dessert. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I also oh hate it. Yes. Love You're it. making friends here. Yes, I'm team Sam. <laughs> um, I love it, but that's fine. I like custardy things, though. Are you not like a custard fan? I like custard things. I just feel like it's a fallback dessert because someone wasn't creative enough. Yeah. And they're like, cool, I can do this and just throw a bunch in the cooler and then brulee the top. That's I fair. forgot a shell. Some, Oops, yeah. I guess I'll it's put something crunchy easy. on top and it's just sugar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just I just can't. And when that's I see fair. it, I'm like, mm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> where are you at? Where are you at on panna cotta? I like panna cotta. I think it can be done well if if someone has the right garnishes and accompaniments. Yeah. So mm-hmm. all right, I can all right. I can bear that. Okay. okay. All right. All right. The texture game is wide and and very complicated. Uh, but that's such a big part of pastry. I feel like mm-hmm. you know it's it goes so much further beyond cakes, cookies, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And what's up with that? Like, what is pastry? Again, I'm doing an education for those who are dumb. I love this. I love this. I'm trying to help all of our listeners yeah. get on the same level. Like, Let's go. When I hear pastry, I think of like eclairs, mm-hmm. right? But there's more to pastry as like a a practice. I think for me, I guess my definition of it would be pastry is something that is technically sound and executed. Mm-hmm. So I would not consider a cookie a pastry. Okay. just It's just a baked good. Right. Um, a quick bread like banana bread or zucchini bread. That's not a pastry. Right. That's but like an bacon. opera cake. But an opera cake where you have put technique into it, any kind of laminated dough for uh, oh, yeah. croissants, uh, pain au chocolat, Danish, that is a pastry. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. The more complex and difficult it is and the more it makes you want to pull your hair out, pastry. Taking some wind out of my sails here, but <laughs> I have made creme brulee. <laughs> You've also made croissant. I have. So, and I've made laminated dough. You've and done it, it is, all from scratch. I ain't going to do it again. <laughs> the freezer is fine for me. <laughs> It's like watching the people on that baking show make phyllo dough. No one does that. No one does that. They at home. figured it out. Right. They figured it out in the manufacturing plant. So it, let them do it. They made it fine. It works the same way. <laughs> but that's good to know. I think. And, and I think, you know, I am guilty of of not ordering dessert as much as I am not guilty of this. Full disclosure. I have it everywhere. <laughs> but I think it's because there's been a lot of of dessert menus on traditional restaurants that are sort of phoned in. It's it's quick serve. It's take something out of the fridge, put a scoop mm-hmm. of ice cream Slice on it. Slice the chocolate cake with like a raspberry exactly. sauce. Exactly. And and that's just not something I'm willing to like dive into for the, all the calories that it's worth at the end of a heavy meal. I will. I feel like <laughs> 
it is becoming, I feel like pastry chefs are becoming obsolete, which is really sad to me Mm -hmm. because restaurants don't want to pay for a quote unquote pastry program. But I feel like if you invest the money into that pastry program and promote it enough, people will want to come and have dessert at the end of a meal. And it makes a difference because you can definitely tell if it's just a sous chef that's making something that they're getting it done and probably well, but it'll never be the way it, it would be done if you had a pastry chef. Yeah. And I mean, I've been lucky enough to have amazing, you know, baked goods from Wentworth and Fenn, the storefront in Camp North End, as well as some of your um, pastry through pastry program mm-hmm. um, when you were working at um, Restaurant Constance and mm-hmm. the partnership there. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's amazing that y- no matter what kind of product you've created, there's such a level of intention in the flavors, the textures. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, even... Even though I had Christini at Wentworth and Fenn, I would mm-hmm. still consider like the level of of consideration of flavors and and textures in that you know on par even with mm-hmm. you know the execution of a beautiful tart. I agree. I'm really sad because I went to Restaurant Constance. I think the day that they switched over to the new, <laughs> and I was like, "Can I?" No. Okay. Now, granted, well, I'm sure. It was Anne Marie's stuff looks amazing, and it was. I, I mean, she's a great fit for it. I think she has been saying hiding in the shadows is a really bad term. She was focusing on other things in her career, yeah. but she's definitely one of those chefs that shouldn't be in the shadows, mm. and she needs to show her talent because, again, pastry chefs are becoming obsolete, and we need people like her. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it how was, can we change that? It was incredible. We had a semi fredo that. I don't think I've had one as that good. That was beautiful. It's stunning. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, pancake souffle yeah. with like a maple buttery kind of thing in the middle. It was stunning. Yeah. But I knew that I, we were good. having you on the podcast <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll get to take. No, I won't. It's okay. <laughs> that's, that's what the box of treats that's are what for. The box yes. is for. That's what the box is for. Um, what signature bakes? Like if you have all the time in the world and you're, you're just alone in your kitchen – and or maybe, we're coming over and you were like, I'm going to blow them out of the water tonight. Mm. Like, this is my jam. I really like making entremets. Ah. Um, I don't – and because I love layering flavors and complex flavors. Um, there's – I don't think people appreciate them as much in Charlotte. Like, Shea Marie over in South mm-hmm. Park does – oh, my God. Their pastries are gorgeous. I had a Black Forest entremet from them, which so was beautiful. incredible. Um, so, you know, she does a lot of that. I know Amelie still does a lot Mm -hmm. of that type of pastry, and I just don't think there's enough of it in Charlotte. But if I just could do that and only that, oh, it would be spectacular. (laughs) Is there a type of entremet that just doesn't have the jelly component? That's like the only one that like, and like if I take it out and eat it separately, I love it. But for some reason, when it's like mousse, jelly, and then like a cake kind of component, um, for some reason, for me, that's just like my, my struggles. Yeah, you don't have to put it in there. It's just essentially, it's just good way to layer different layers of different components. Yeah, which visually is always stunning too. Mm-hmm. And then again, like there's an amazing flavor usually. It's like nice and like super concentrated. Mm-hmm. And I love that. They're always so pretty. Like yeah. it's one of those things they that look I just like don't... a little boob. <laughs> <laughs> a perfect breast. Do they have to be boob shaped? No. I don't think they have to be. I don't know. People seem to like to do boob shapes. I don't know. <laughs> I love the state love of mind that you're that's, that's true. That's, that's universal. I don't care your orientation. Uh, good set of boobs. Go boobs. Just no jelly in the boob. No jelly in the boob. <laughs> All right. At that point, you got to go to the doctor. Jelly in the <laughs> Jesus. Uh, we've got the street cleaners coming by to <laughs> sweep Abby's mind smut. up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All 
All right. Um, I'd like to taste yeah, some I'm of these hungry. things. Are you hungry now? Can we take a break so that we can get ourselves prepared to try all these delicious yeah. things? Yeah, take a little break. Yeah. turn to stay in touch with the city around you. Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. Tell us what we have in front of us here. So you have our salted caramel bread pudding, our dark chocolate chunk cookie with sea salt, bourbon butter, oatmeal cream pie, and then the chai sugar cookie. Oh, my God. Now, this is something that I appreciate immensely. I'm going to start with the cookie. Well, I was going to let Sam tell us where we should start, take us on a flavor journey, but apparently she's cool with whatevs. Whatever y'all like first. Uh, I was going to give you that chunk. Oh, well, fine. I thought you were – I was like, wow, she's really going for it. Good for her. All right. (laughs) The addition of salt. Which Cheers. is lacking desserts. in a lot of So we're of trying the cuisine. chocolate chunk, mm-hmm. which is the first thing I ever bought from uh, Wentworth and Femme. Yep. Mm. I yep, love yep, yep. There's a bitterness to the chocolate. What kind mm-hmm. of chocolate is this? So we use Valrona mm. and 70%. Yes, oh, yeah. ma'am. That's the way. Mm-hmm. It just counteracts so nicely that like brown sugar sweetness mm-hmm. of the cookie. Mm. I do love that punch of salt right salt. on there. Salt, 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 yeah. salt. I put salt on everything. Everything. I always look at everyone at the bakery. I'm like, you put salt on that? Good. Just a little bit. What kind of salt oh, is that? Everything is that like salt? <laughs> so that one's just our um, kosher sea salt, but we have the regular Malden flake, and then we have the smoked flake as well. Because, of course, you need smoked sea salt. Flaky salt, man. So good. <laughs> I think I talked about this last time, the like white chocolate oatmeal sea salt yep. cookie. It, it changes everything. And I found like these really chunky, flaky sea salt, um, like pyramids from Trader Joe's million years best. ago. They're so good. And they add texture too. So, uh, okay. Don't mind if I do. Well, wow. gross. I hated that. Yeah, that wasn't great at all. <laughs> um, where do you want to go next, Debbie? I want to go to the bread pudding. Okay. I'm going to bust out a fork for that. Salt. Oh, my. It's so Look beautiful. at how cute this package. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I need to take a picture. Stop. Here we go. Bread pudding. Tell us more about this bread pudding. So we are a zero waste kitchen. Hell yeah. And I can't bear to throw stuff away. It smells so good. Oh my God. And so at the end of the week, if there's anything left over or we have scraps from stuff we're cutting out or what have you, if it's a sweet item, we make bread pudding out of it, which has become a staple. That's perfect. And yeah. You know, I am normally, and I'm going to, I'm going to really get into this. Anyone will tell you that I'm normally not a huge bread pudding fan because generally, like, the, the soft texture, I'm just like, oh, I need a little more crunch to that. Mm-hmm. But yours is a really great balance of being nice and crunchy on top because you mm-hmm. add, like, the little kind of streusel component to it or mm-hmm. whatever's going on there. And then, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Oh, Thank you. Oh, Thank you. I like the crispy edge. Okay. Ah, oh, that is divine. The spice level is so good. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. All right. This cookie's in front of me. You want to go for this? Yeah. What are you doing this weekend, so- Sam? <laughs> Do you want to? Do you need a roommate? At, at, Do you want to come live bake, in my house? 
I mean, I'll be at the bakery all weekend, y'all. Great. Come, on, <laughs> Come on by. Come Amazing. On Amazing. This is all right. Already, this cookie has almost a, like a very different texture from the chocolate chunk. Like mm-hmm. it's it kind of has that pliability and that fluffiness to it's it. It's Like a snickerdoodle, mm-hmm. but you said it's chai. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Stop. I won't. <laughs> Don't ever. Don't ever. That's my kind of cookie right there. It's this gonna, one is not overly sweet. Oh, that's so good. It's going to be paired with the chai latte at Paper Plane mm. this week. So, What are you doing tomorrow? Oh, I love it. Yeah, they got a match go. around. <laughs> I like it. Amanda showed us all. She had like three or four of them. <laughs> one for every year they've been open, she said. I love it. This mm-hmm. is this is a Jen kind of cookie, and this is this is a meat cookie, too. I'm, I am the type, like, I will go for the sweetest thing that I can find, mm-hmm. but... I really like the balance on this one, especially when you pair this with the hot drink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that texture is perfect. Oh, perfect. All right. This big boy right here. Oatmeal cream. Say the name of it again. Bourbon butter oatmeal cream pie. Naughty. It's a beast. Naughty. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. And the bourbon butter chocolate chunk and bread pudding will forever have at the bakery. They'll, they'll never not be there. Never going away. So how do you, what is like your cream? Talk to us about the, the filling here. So the cream on the outside is an Italian buttercream. So the least sweet of all the buttercreams mm-hmm. because the inside is a bourbon butter, which I will not name all of the ingredients, but bourbon, heavy cream, brown sugar, all the things that, that are terrible for oh. you that are delicious. Oh my God. <laughs> is that the ambulance I hear coming from my arteries? Yep. That's good though. Oh my God. It's so good. Divine. Thank you. <laughs> and again, like, you were so not shy, and your attention to detail is just incredible. Like, the texture, the the amount of oats that you chose to put mm-hmm. in here really help complement, you know, that, that softer filling. It's just, it's and they're, they're all lacy. Look food. at them. I'm sorry. There's oatmeal in there? Mm-hmm. It's healthy. Oh, it's healthy. Exactly. That's like, if you put fruit in anything, yeah. then it's healthy. It's basically a salad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Awesome. Thank you so much Absolutely. for sharing this with us. Anytime. You heard it here first, folks. Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> we'll just go ahead and pick our, our table over there at Wintenberg. I live real close to Camp North End, so this is going to be a problem for you. <laughs> now, as far as what's next for Wentworth and Finn, I mean, you've been established, what year was it, 2017? Mm-hmm. What do you hope for the next, like, five years? What's, what's coming for you? So... In the next few weeks, we will open up our mini bakery at Lotta Arcade, which will be turned into the alley right beside the French Quarter. Awesome. So we have about 400 square feet that is going to be – yeah, it's a a tiny baby bakery. How does that compare to, like, the camper bakery square footage? Well, that wasn't a bakery. It was just a storefront. Storefront, and I, and I, well, right. This will be a storefront, too. Okay, cool. So we're going to bake at camp and then bring everything got it. over. Got it, got it. Um, and then – it's just a mini version of Camp North End. So cool. when you walk in, we're hoping that you feel like you're at the main bakery. Yeah. And if you haven't been, you'll want to come see it. Yeah. Because we'll have different stuff at both and then also some similar things. And can we also just describe the vibe of Wentworth and Fen? Because when you walk in, it's got this this so zen, forest green, kind mm-hmm. of earthy. You see a lot of wood. Like it's just a really um, calming kind of atmosphere and tell me a little bit more about that yeah oh gee (laughs) in in another life i would have been an interior designer if you want to come practice again i'm I'm all for it my house (laughs) (laughs) um yeah the like pink and sprinkles and stuff it's just not my jam Hmm. um for other people that might work for me not so much i'd rather everything be green black and gold yeah and there's gold on everything (laughs) the bakery (laughs) luster dust gold leaf everything i love it that's great 
I wanted somewhere that people came in and felt like they weren't in Charlotte anymore. Mm. And but down to the pastry cart, I designed it that way so it didn't feel like this big rigid counter that you're coming up to. I wanted it to feel like possibly something that you would see in Europe. Yeah. More mm. the reason why we have a bread rack instead of a cold case was because I wanted people to be able to actually get something themselves and pick out their pastry for themselves and not just point and go. I'll take that. Right. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that really harbors also that sense of curiosity and exploration that mm-hmm. you don't get. I, I often feel even even now after doing this podcast for three years, like I get intimidated by mm-hmm. some bakeries or other places where I, I have to select something from behind a counter. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I have this like little mini panic about like, well, what do I get? What if I make the wrong choice? But if I feel that like, and if you're in a line, then mm-hmm. the pressure is really on, right? Yeah. But like getting that time to explore for yourself mm-hmm. and feel like, I will take a risk on that because that just looks so darn good. Or I just watched the the person next to me grab it and like the pillowiness of it made me say, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Do you frown upon people sampling things before they buy them? Because I might go in there and just start licking them. <laughs> this one? Yeah, I'll take that one. This one is broken. She licked it. I'm, I'm gonna... just saying, you know, it's one way to explore. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Don't do that. Don't touch anything that you're going to not pay for. Right? That's terrible. It is terrible. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to let us sit with that for a minute because you brought this into the universe. It's okay. I can deal a with tone. it. A tone. A tone. Okay. All right. I won't. I won't do it. <laughs> I shan't. I'm going to think about it and probably make a joke about it when I'm in there, but I won't actually do it. Um, no, but that sounds incredible. And the new one, give us a, a date you have for Lotta Arcade. So fingers crossed, hopefully the first full week of June. All right, you here to hear folks. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me try that again. Yep. You heard it here, fierce. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, fierce. You heard it here, folks. Single handedly, Sam and Wentworth and Fenn are bringing Uptown back. Awesome. Yes. Do you know who your neighbors are going to be up there? Yeah. There's so, a lot of cool stuff going in. Um, Felix and Bananas is right across from <gasps> us, but he's also opening up. I think one suite down, um, Carnales. Mm. So he'll have both. Um, mm. Dumpling Lady is going in. Yes. Um, there's a flower shop upstairs, which is exciting. Um, I know, which just on behalf of the real estate group, I won't say who, but there are some people that are in talks that are really exciting. So awesome. I think people, and I'm one of them, I'll admit, where mm. I'm like, oh God, Uptown. Ooh. I know. Um, but it needs to be brought back, mm-hmm. but maybe just not in an epicenter way. Love that. You know? Thank you so much. Yeah. And I will say, because um, I don't f- like street takeovers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of the employees and bartenders and stuff like in the French Quarter. Mm-hmm. And there truly is a, a very strong sense of community and everybody really wants everyone else to do really well. Yeah. So I think if the right businesses do come into the empty spaces, that could be a really great area absolutely if we could just take the vibe from that little chunk of uptown mm-hmm. and just expand it 100 percent, because that it's completely different from every other piece of, mm-hmm. of uptown and this is this is my hang up on it if people would just let charlotte be charlotte yeah then we would just kill it because we're not we're not chicago no. we're not new york let charlotte be charlotte it's okay yeah you'll get put on the map for something yeah i mean look around Look at the folks we've had on this podcast. Some incredible Let Charlotte talent. be Charlotte. Some It'll incredible shine. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I'm going to be stalking the news to find out who those other tenants are that are moving in. <laughs> Spoiler what? alert. Okay. I can't hear you over my cookie. <laughs> All right, Sam. So we know that you have a ton of friends in the city. Um, and you've worked with a lot of folks. And mm-hmm. you obviously are part of this little tight-knit community. But friends aside, where do you go to eat? 
Like, no enemies, egos please. in the way. Enemies. Name the enemy places you love to eat at. <laughs> you can say McDonald's. You can say Taco Bell. We've heard a lot of that. But we um, want to know what, what you're craving at the end of the day. I'll, I'll just give a mix because I am I could go eat somewhere very nice, like, counter. Mm-hmm. But I could also just, I don't know, go grab fried pickles at the diamond. So, oh, yes. So love the diamond. Um, Maria's is amazing. Their food is exceptional. Um, uh, Saigon Palace, of course, Lang Van. Um, not just because I'm friends with Amanda, but Paper Plane and Dish are really, really good. What are y'all doing tomorrow night? Let's do the late night uh the plate where you oh, don't yeah. get to pick what you order and then it just happens. The chef's chef's choice or whatever. Yeah, which have, have you done that before? I have not. Okay. But All right, well now we know what we're doing tomorrow night. <laughs> you were really trying to be friends with her. <laughs> Is it obvious? Don't make it weird, okay? That's how I've gotten all my friends, and you know it, because that's how I got you. That's true. <laughs> she latches on hard. I do. She means that's well. Okay. Y'all uh, can just hang out at the bakery. It's cool. You hang you, out in the kitchen with me. Yo, if cool. you'll teach us stuff, I'll hang out. I mean, I don't even need to be taught. I just want to like go and like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Open and door I'll even, anytime. I'll I sit want... in the corner and just color and be quiet. <laughs> this is my type A. I'm like, I want transferable skills. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all of the things. I just want to make friends. Yeah. We did a, um, man, see, maybe this is where you can help us out. I won't name names. We did a class on uh, the sugar cookie decorating with royal icing. But I think we just didn't get a whole lot of the technical skills that I was looking forward to. I swear off the royal sugar cookies. <gasps> I had a meltdown over Minnie Mouse cookies one time and <laughs> literally laid on the kitchen floor crying because I was so pissed. I was like, why is this so fucking Fuck hard? Yeah, real <laughs> talk, <laughs> mad. Real talk, I almost wore my Minnie Mouse toms tonight. I'm really glad I didn't because well, I'm going to trigger you. And- she <laughs> might have a Vietnam flashback real that's quick. That's right. Little helicopters going, yeah. some Buffalo Springfield playing. They're just so pretty. And they I feel like beautiful. that's such a, I, don't know, I have stepdaughters, so I'm like, that sounds like a really cool thing that I could do. And I'm like, I can't show this to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I did a bad job. You didn't do that bad of a job, but you're, you're right in that like, and that was also a pop-up. It wasn't yeah. like we were at the studio. Was so, it at a brewery? Yeah. 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 So we were at Devil's fun. Logic. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. We did like little beer-shaped beer oh, cookies. Mm-hmm. That was really cute. Yeah. But like I do think because of our nature of wanting to be um, perfectionists or really gaining a skill, yeah. we want we want the full breadth and depth mm-hmm. of an education. Um, and so for us, like I think for a lot of people who are there just to drink and like have fun and then eat their yeah. cookie, it was great. It's it was a perfect. It's a balance to strike, right? Because you want it to be social and fun. And not too technical, but I think that's where the divide is from folks who are a little bit like, I kind of want to like take home some skills, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's where I need like an intermediate class because they, I think Sweet Spot, and we need to talk they to them. They do this, yeah. They do those like intensives for weeks mm-hmm. and stuff. Is Can I ask if you're ever considering doing classes of some kind? So I do. Very <gasps> oh. small ones. Oh. And selectively. So I will. How can we I get used on to, I used to teach for Sweet Spot. I oh, used to nice. teach their macarons. Love that. Right when Jossie and everybody started out. Um, But then the bakery just took off and I just didn't have time for it anymore. But I do very small classes for students or less at the bakery. So it's literally just pretty much one-on-one. So we'll do macarons, cakes, and then I have just an intro to baking where we'll make three different items. Mm -hmm. You get to take home everything that you make. There's a packet of recipes, tips, tricks, things, and then there's a couple other just little surprises that I give to the students. But it's pretty much one-on-one because as great as the baking classes are, whether it's Sweet Spot or Chef Alyssa's Kitchen, Mm -hmm. for me personally, I'm the type where if I'm one of 16, I'm just kind of like, I Mm. don't feel like I'm getting 
Right. Like, yeah. A honed in skill that I'm here for. Cause same, like I want to, I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the smaller groups where you feel like you are talking to me and it's borderline one-on-one. Yep. Yeah. So love that. If and I announce are every interested. so often. Yeah. I announce every so often okay. via social media and website. And where can folks find you? Tell us your social media handles oh, and like um, your website. <laughs> your your home address, please. Yes. <laughs> um, so because I picked the longest, I, <laughs> <laughs> I picked the longest bakery name in the world. So Wentworth and Finn dot com, um, Wentworth and Finn for Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Yes. Sweet. Awesome. And is it an and or an ampersand? So ampersand, okay, but cool. on the website, all spelled out. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I don't even think you can put an ampersand in the in a URL. Oh, Google you? it, guys. You'll find it. That's it. You'll you'll find me. <laughs> Wentworth and Finn. Awesome. Um, I want to take a class. I want to take a class. I, I just want to, like I said, I just want to Both of sit us there. have struggled with macarons. Like, oh no, I got you. It's, it's Once so the new space technical. opens, I'll be announcing more classes because we'll have that done. I got you. Fantastic. I had like <laughs> one good batch and then the rest of them were like little chips. <laughs> I made, I made those two batches and thankfully the last, but I think it was my oven. I mm. found that, and that from that horrible experience, I finally bought an oven thermometer to uh, like keep yeah. in there because it was just because your oven's me, a filthy liar, crazy, tr- drive me crazy. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm preheated. It's like, no, you are not. I can see filthy it's 25 liar. degrees cooler. I liar. can see it. Yeah, and I love science, and baking is science for me. And so I like I like things that are repeatable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So when it doesn't work for me, I get very frustrated. Same. Fair enough. Same. But I have a limit to like how meticulous I'm going to be about it. I need it to be okay to like not be. Exact. Well, and this is an area where I think you and I are a little different in that you are so good with like flavors and like, oh, let me try this. It needs a little bit of this. Like you're really good about those things. Mm-hmm. I That's an area I'm still developing on. Um, I'm very good at like, and I'm not saying you're not, but like I'm very good at like the technical stuff. Like yeah, I'll spatchcock a chicken all day, you know? <laughs> like I will, I will try and probably give up and be like, that looks sort of like it. And then no one will know the oh, see, I'm, I'll go buy another chicken first before I tell you <laughs> oh that. God. You're a monster and I love you very much. Um, well, this has been delightful. Uh, I'm having a sugar crash, I think, as we speak. Um, Abby, any more questions from your side? When can I come hang out? Or Anytime. Go. Doors Great. open. Doors open. Right. Can you tell us the hours at Wentworth and Fen and the current location? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now at Camp North End, we are open Wednesday through Sunday. Awesome. Wednesday, Thursday, 10 to 6. Friday, Saturday, 10 to 8. Sunday, okay. 10 to 6. Love it. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. What's what's your favorite neighbor up there at oh. Camp North End? Oh. That's so mean. Like, I what's know. your favorite sibling? There's just so much. Like, I mean, you'd have um, a favorite, though. Hell. What's your least cool. favorite? Such a cool place. <laughs> Set them on fire. <laughs> oh, here. Here. My least favorite, only out of selfish reasons, is grow and good postage because I spend too much money. There, there you go. That's fair. I'll take yes. that. Because everything in both of the stores are so cute. And I walk out and I'm like, why did I spend this much oh, money? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, when you just mentioned about in, in Lad Arcade, which will soon be named a new name, mm-hmm. whose name escapes me, um, you mentioned the flowers upstairs. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I like to get fl- fresh flowers like every week because mm-hmm. it makes my life happy. Yeah. You know? I look forward to it because it's been a while since we've been able to just go pick out flowers yeah. and it's not Harris Teeter or Trader Joe's. So we will be using them for our cake flowers. Love that. Mm-hmm. Support local. Always. Absolutely. Love that. And I think Abby, you need to probably get married sometime soon so you can get a cake made. I mean, I can make that happen. Okay. I, I mean, Only I mean, for that reason. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> other reasons? Nah. I don't, I don't really need any other reasons. No, that's it. It's all about the food for <laughs> me. It's all about the food. Well, I think we're going to plan some, some girl dates up there at Camp North End and, uh, 
do some exploring. And when you're here at Lada Arcade, we're not going to have any excuse. We're going to have to go down there a lot. I oh, yeah. pregame yeah. the podcast. Well, we're so I'm close. Here for it. We really are. That's exciting to wait. me. So maybe maybe it was a good thing coming up here instead of being tucked over in Plaza Midwood help expand the footprint. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for plowing us with sugar. Anytime. We appreciate it. <laughs> like plowing us with sugar. Yeah. Honestly, not even mad. Yeah. Not even. Look, it means, I'm into it. It means whatever you think it means, Honestly, guys. Into it. Uh, take that to bed tonight. And for this here batch, it got a little weird, but we, we made it through. My name is Jen. My name's Abby. And this has been Amused Boosh. Do you like how I waited for you that time? You did. Thank you. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.